morning, afternoon, or evening. Welcome to I'm Talking Waffles. I'm your host, Ileana. So it has officially been one week since I turned 22 years old in this COVID-infected land that we reside in. Rules for Ontario right now is we're in a limbo, which is like our lockdown ended on the 2nd of June, but we're not supposed to enter into phase one until the 14th of June. So there's like this awkward in-between time where you're allowed to go outside and it's not like illegal, but it's essentially the exact same. It's like an extended lockdown without the fancy title. So that's what's going on right now. I'm looking forward to things opening up again. I have my vaccine coming up in a couple of days. So get the first one done. Then the second one is going to be done. It's set for September. So that's all set up. So that's going to be pretty cool. I'm really just looking forward to getting back to the salon though. I really, really don't like the roots of my hair. It always bugs me. I get it dyed a darker auburnish color. And so my natural hair color is the people, the hairstylist had told me it's the exact middle between blonde and brunette. So that's my natural hair. And so while it grows, like the roots are growing out, I look in the mirror and I see like these blonde bits and it always like because of the darkness of the hair color that I have, it kind of looks gray and I'm always like, oh, it looks like I got gray roots going on. But and then you look and it's just blonde and light brown. But my sister agrees with me. I told her this before and she was like, yeah, like I get I know exactly what you mean. Like it always feels like your hair is like gray for some reason. So if you also have that problem, let me know. Let me know I'm not alone here and feeling like my hair is going out of control. I just really want to get back to the salon and get my roots touched up. I'm like super close to cutting and coloring my own hair at this point. Other than that, I've really gotten back into reading, which is super cool because I tend to go through like these phases where I'm like super obsessed with something and then I ignore it for like a really long time and then I get obsessed with it again. And that's just like a reoccurring theme with me and reading. When I was younger, like younger kid and teenager I never had those kind of phases I just constantly read I practically lived at the library I read all of the books in the teen section and it was great I really love that and it feels good to be able to get back into that kind of enjoyment that I had when I was younger and smelling the books they just smell so good and it makes me remember just like sitting in the library and just spending my days there reading so that's super cool and so I am on the fourth book in the Harry Potter series and so this is the Goblet of Fire and it's my favorite one so far. The So I've seen all the movies like a couple years ago and so now I'm finally reading the books. Usually I'll do it the other way around. I prefer to read the books so I can like imagine what all the characters look like and how things just look in my head. Because like when you watch a movie and then you read the book, you see it as kind of the stuff that you saw in the movie. So it's a little harder for me to try and picture these characters in a different way that they could have if the, any of that makes any sense. So aside from that, I'm really enjoying the books a lot. I'm having a great time and this is my favorite. I just love the way that this book is paced. Like it's a massive, massive book, 600 pages or more. And it's paced so well that it's like, once you get to like page 200, that's when you finally get into like, in this one, the Triwizard Tournament. And you're like, whoa, like this is like when it starts to pick up, but like the whole thing, it didn't feel like you read 200 pages. So. I'm having a lot of fun with that and it's the point where like it's hard for me to like think about anything else 
except for read and I'm like cooking and I'm like, oh, I could be reading right now. I'm having a shower and I'm like, oh, I could be reading right now. I'm going on a walk and I'm like, I could be reading right now. So I'm really excited that I'm so excited about it and it just makes me feel great. And so that's my little journey I've been on the past week. I've been reading a lot and my friend, she actually just mailed me a bunch of books the other day from a series that we both thoroughly enjoyed called Red Queen. I read the first one a long, long time ago and then I gave it to her to read and she loved it and then she read all of the books and then I fell out of my reading kind of phase because I it was towards like more towards adulthood and so I fell out of that and then she's always telling me like Liana like you gotta read like the Red Queen books they're so good they're so good and so I'm like okay true I should read them and I'm gotten back into reading so she sent up the whole series for me so I'm gonna get through those and then I'm also reading Harry Potter so at some point I'm gonna get to the Red Queen ones um I know she's listening right now so I will be reading those at some point as well and I'm really looking forward to it so I tend to read when I'm really into it I tend to read very quickly so give me a day or two and I'll finish a book so very excited additionally I would like to give a shout out to Papa for buying the I'm Talking Waffles mugs he bought one mug for himself so he can use it for like pens and pencils and stuff uh, for his work desk and then he bought another one for my grandma or my brother or whoever likes to drink coffee um, at that house so super awesome thank you for being the first purchaser if you want to go out and buy your own I'm Talking Waffles merch I will give you the website link right now so if you go to merch.streamelements.com slash I'm Talking Waffles you will be able to take a look at and purchase your own I'm Talking Waffles merch. This includes t-shirts, lawn sleeve shirts, sweaters, stickers, mugs, anything you could think of basically that most merch people will sell. I got it on that website. If you don't want to type in that link, head over to the Facebook account for I'm Talking Waffles and there are a few posts with the link in it that you can just click directly as well as on the I'm Talking Waffles Twitter. So with that, it is now time to dive into today's story, which took place in about 2019, I would say, because this was pre-COVID. So let's jump right into it. So my friend group, who we all, when we all went to college, my course had an option where you could take those credits and apply for a two-year university diploma because you've done the two years at college, or you could just take the two-year college diploma. I took the two-year college diploma because I wanted to pay off my loans and then decide like if I wanted to do university then that was always an option because it doesn't expire so I decided just to do the two years and then work and pay off my loans and then ultimately that actually turned into like a job offer that I had which I never would have been able to do if I did decide to do university so like it all worked out and it was super great so my job is awesome and so I'm really happy about that. But majority of my friends decided to take the rest of the two years at a university to complete their journalism programs. So they would have not only a college diploma, but also a university degree in journalism. So we decided it was finally time for all of us to go hang out. Of course, before COVID, we were, people were allowed to hang out and all of that good stuff. And so that's what we did. We're like, okay, let's set up a time and we're all going to meet. And after 
what felt like a million years trying to like make sure everyone's schedules all aligned and everything, we decided to meet at this video game slash board game cafe that my city has. And it's super cool because it's exactly what it sounds like. It's a board game video game cafe. So the first floor is all video games. You just go there, you pay like a flat rate to just spend the time there and play whatever video games you want. Or you could go upstairs, again, pay that flat rate, play any board game that you want. And they had so many, imagine like a library, but instead of books, it's all board games. And that's basically what it was. There was also the bar, so you could get some food and drinks um, at that place as well. And so it was just super stellar. So we all met, met up there and we decided to play Trivial Pursuit as well as some other card game that I can't recall at the moment. But it was great because we're all just hanging out, we're talking, chatting, hearing about how university's going. And then it was just a good time. It's really, it's just so nice to be able to talk with your friends. I was always worried that after college, I would just never talk to anybody ever again. And it would be very tragic because I really like those people, but that's not the case. And so I was like, yeah, like these are the same people I play D&D with. And we're like, yeah, we're playing, we're having a good time. And then like two hours goes by and one of the workers is like, hey, you guys, um, we can only allow people to be seated here for like two hour maximum. So unfortunately, like uh, we need you guys to basically leave. So it made sense. It was a very like popular area. And so if you, you could only be there for a certain length of time and then other people could come in and like reserve seats and whatnot. So we're like, oh, okay, yeah, no worries. And we still wanted to all hang out though. So we're like, okay, let's go find somewhere to hang out. So then we're kind of walking around and it's getting a little bit dark. And I remember this was, it wasn't exactly like the winter time yet, but it was definitely cold. And I had, I remember having a coat on and stuff. And we're like, okay, we can't hang out outside because it's just like too cold and dark and murderous and stuff. We're like, yeah. So we're walking and just chatting and having a good time. And we notice there's kind of a lot of like weird people lurking around you know the kind of people who appear magically at nighttime and they just give off the bad vibes yeah those people were everywhere and there's like people driving and people like screaming like you know you're downtown when you hear at least one random like person screaming nonsense at the top of their lungs or somebody like sinning at the top of their lungs it's just weird downtown is a weird place to be but nonetheless we decided oh okay we have a really good idea where we can go and so because my friends go to the university they were like well the university's open like let's just go in the university and just chill there for a while and just hang out and we're like yeah okay that sounds good cool idea so we go into the university and it's like dark outside and so we go in and a lot of the places like within the building like the classrooms and stuff were locked but some of the other places were open like the main hallway and like this one random room that we decided to go in and I remember being like really sketched out because I'm like, what if someone comes in and like tries to kill us or something like, I don't know why, but I think we must have had a conversation or just the the vibes of the downtown that day that kind of made me like kind of weirded out. And so we're like, okay, let's go in. And we're sitting there and we're talking and there's like some university students, not too many, but a couple of them who had walked back and forth, like going wherever they needed to go. And there were also some security guards walking around and we're like, Huh, okay, that's interesting. So we're sitting in like the main hallway, just chit-chatting. And then we kind of heard some weird sounds from the building. And so we got sketched out and we're like, okay, maybe let's go to like a different room. And we're like, okay. So we go over to a different room 
and then we go there. It was like this door. We open the door. We go in and we close it. And I think it was like attached to the lunchroom, but the lunchroom was like closed. So it, no, no, sorry. It was a Starbucks. It was a Starbucks, but Starbucks was closed. So it was just the table and chairs that we all hang out at. And so again, having a good time, chit-chatting, talking about life, what we want to do in the future, all of that regular conversation stuff, hearing about how university's going, all that. And then I get a phone call and I was like, oh, I, I remember I had to go answer the phone call. And so I got it from my chair and I'm like, oh, sorry guys, like one second, I'm just going to answer this phone call and I'll be right back. And they're like, okay. So I leave, close the door and I wait outside of it. And I'm very thankful that the door that I walked through was see-through because this is where the weird part happens. I'm there talking on the phone and then I hear like these footsteps and I'm like, okay, it's probably just university kids walking around, right? And so again, I'm continuing my conversation like, yeah, haha, whatever I was talking about on the phone. And then someone goes, excuse me. And like, I look up because I remember when I was talking, I don't know why I remember this so specifically, but I remember I was looking at my feet when I was on the phone. And so I hear someone go, excuse me. And I look up and it's this sort of disheveled looking man. He was probably between 30 and 40, very messy, greasy lawn hair, a big beard, tattered up clothing, some beaten up shoes, and he didn't smell the best. It would be very fair to say that this man was homeless. And so the city that I'm in does unfortunately have a very large homeless population. And so it's it's really sad. I know anytime I walk by, like this is again a bit of a tangent, but my town when I grew up, there weren't that I never I never saw, saw any homeless people. And so when I moved to the city and I saw them everywhere and I'm like, oh my goodness, like my poor heart can't handle this. It's super sad, especially when it's cold and wintry out. And like the people who just walk by disregarding them like they're scum is really unfortunate and makes me really sad. So that's a bit of a tangent, but just so you know, like the city that I live in, there's a lot of homeless people. And so this is the first time like um someone's approached me though. So I was a little confused, like don't really know what what's needed. So I'm on the phone. I'm like, hey, like one second. And I put the phone down and I'm like, hi, like what's up? Like, how can I help? And the person was like, can you tell me how to get to Giant Tiger? And I was like, oh, um, I don't really know. Like, I don't really live in this area, which of course is true. I lived in a different part of the city. This was downtown. Now I live downtown, but at this point I did not live downtown. And I was like, oh, um, I don't really know. Like, sorry. And he was like, but you go here. And I'm like, what? He's like, you're a student here. And he started to get like really mad. And I'm like, oh, sorry, I'm not a student here. I'm just hanging out with my friends who are students here. And the guy was like, I see. Well, you know what? You should give me your shoes. And I'm like, what? He's like, yeah, give me your shoes. I want your shoes. And I'm like, um, sorry, but I, I need my shoes. He's like, how dare you not give me your shoes? And he's getting really mad at me. And I'm like really freaked out because I don't know what to do. <laughs> and my brain kind of stops working. And I'm just like answering the best that I can. And I didn't even think about the fact that my friends were literally just not even that far away from me and that the door was clear. But I kind of get tunnel vision, I guess, when I'm dealing with like an incident. And so like this person's like yelling at me and demanding that I give him my shoes like right now because he couldn't wear his shoes. But like my shoes wouldn't fit him. And at this point I was um like fresh out of college 
And I remember specifically the shoes I was wearing and the outfit. I remember I was wearing a pink lace dress with a black jean jacket over top and my black combat boots. The specific thing about these combat boots though is that there were huge holes at the bottom of them. Like multiple huge holes at the bottom of the kind like if I stepped in water, it's like whew, really bad. And it was winter time basically or like almost winter. So stepping in puddles and snow and stuff in these shoes was horrible because it literally went through my sock. And these were the shoes I was wearing. And I'm like, I wouldn't give these shoes to anybody. Like his shoes are probably better than my shoes, but I digress. And I was like, I'm sorry, like I can't give you my shoes. He's like, well, then you're gonna come with me and we're gonna go to Giant Tiger right now and you're coming with me. And I'm like, I, I'm sorry, like I don't even know who the Giant Tiger is. I'm pretty sure it's closed. And he was like, no, you're coming with me. And I'm like, I'm not coming with you. Like, I'm sorry, but like Giant Tiger is closed. Maybe one of the security guards down there can help you. And he was like, well, thanks for nothing. It's because of you that I'm gonna go die now. And I was like, what? And he was like, yeah, you weren't helping me. So I'm gonna go jump off of a bridge. Thanks so much. And he starts to walk away and I'm like, I'm like, what do I even do in this kind of situation? I'm like, I don't wanna give this guy my shoes. Giant tiger's closed. Going with this guy to a closed giant tiger at nighttime is super sketch and just like calls for me getting murdered or something. Again, my shoes have holes in them. But now I feel guilty because this guy's saying that he's gonna go jump off of a bridge because I didn't wanna give him my shoes. And I'm like, no, please. I'm like, don't do that, please. And he's just like dismissing to me. And he's like, it's all your fault. It's all your fault. And he keeps shouting it as he's walking away. And then suddenly my friend was like, hey, like you good? And I'm like, whoa. Like, and then I realized that my friends were standing there um, outside of the door. And they're like, what happened? And I'm like, this guy wanted to take my shoes. And I told him no. So then he wanted me to go to Giant Tiger, but Giant Tiger's closed. And I don't want to go with him. And then he said that, he was gonna go die now. And they were like, that is like super weird. And basically what I later learned after discussing like what happened. Um, so my friends, we went into that other room and like we closed the door and we're like, yeah, we're not gonna let Ileana out of our sights now because weird things happen to her when she's alone. And basically my friend, so they could see me from the clear door and they could see this guy coming closer to me and like get him really mad at me. And the reason he suddenly backed off is because as soon as my friends saw this, Apparently they all like stood up ready to fight and they started towards the door. And that's when the guy decided to like back off and be like, oh, I'm gonna go jump off a bridge now because of you and walk away. So if my friends weren't there, the guy probably would have like, I don't know. I don't know if he was actually like, would have kidnapped me or wanted harm to me or if he just was like not in the best state of mind. But either way, it's like really scary to try and think about like, what would have happened if my friends didn't like stand up and come towards the door if they didn't see me or if I had gone down a different hallway because sometimes when I'm on the phone, I'll walk like up and down. So yeah, that was really strange. And so my friends were like, okay, yeah. So we're gonna make sure we like walk you either home or to an Uber because we don't want any more like homeless people trying to steal your shoes. And I'm like, okay, that sounds good. And so I remember I did get an Uber home that day. So they, it was really nice because they all waited for me waited with me, sorry, for the Uber to arrive. And then once I got in, they were like, okay, now, and then they walked back to their house. So that was super nice. And I'm really thankful for my friends. So that's basically what happened when 
that guy really wanted my shoes. I actually threw those shoes out when I moved into this apartment and I really missed those shoes, but they had so many holes. <laughs> they had so many. Um, so if you ever wonder what it's like to be a college student, just remember I was walking around with holes all over my shoes. Yeah, kind of think of it, I kind of like to think about it as like, you know those Halloween costumes that they have like the fake shoe covers but the bottom of the sole is like not covered? That's basically how my shoes were, but like you couldn't tell if you looked at it because it looked like the shoe was all together, but it was not. That's, it's a little ghetto, but I was poor. <laughs> I was poor, okay? I walked around with holes. It's all about the illusion too. Nobody knew I had holes in my shoes. They must've looked nice enough that someone wanted to take my shoes, right? It was very, very, very bizarre. So that was one of my strange encounters during the downtown. There are a lot of strange things that happen though downtown. There's always, at least the part of downtown that I'm in, I've kind of made a joke about it being like, it's a bingo. Because anytime I go downtown, there is at least one shirtless person, usually a shirtless old guy. There is always somebody like screaming, but not like screaming like they're getting attacked, but just like screaming for whatever reason. There is always, always, always a protest happening. There is always a preacher. I'm not really sure why, but any part of downtown I go, there's always somebody preaching from the Bible. And so that's always an interesting occurrence. And there's always somebody yelling at like random pedestrians, which is weird. I'll never forget. There is this one, this was just like the other day and I'm not even sure if I mentioned it in the podcast or not, but if I'm repeating myself, I apologize. But the other day when I was waiting at the cross lights, this guy was standing next to me and there was this other guy like across the street walking down and he turns and looks at this random guy who's waiting at the crosswalk just happened to be next to me and he's like, what are you, a statue? And the guy's like, what? The guy's like, yeah, you're a, I'm gonna censor myself. You're an effing statue. Why don't you effing move, huh? And like, this guy is just like walking down the street shouting this and the guy waiting at the crosswalk is like giving him the most quizzical look and I'm giving like a weird look. I'm like, what is this guy talking about? Um, so that's always something else that's there. And then another thing on my bingo is somebody blasting music very loudly from a speaker, but it's not from a car. It's usually coming from their backpack when they're walking or they're on their bicycle. So that's also a very frequent occurrence in my little bingo game I like to play downtown. And I'm sure there's more, like I see them and go, oh yeah, that's a sign I'm downtown. But these are just the most common ones that always occur without fail. I, the shirtless old guy is always there and it's just so bizarre to me. So yeah, that concludes some of the weird downtown stories that I've had. I hope that you enjoyed them. I hope that you keep your shoes on your feet where they belong. If you have an extra pair of shoes to give to somebody in need, feel free to do so, but don't let them take your shoes from you. And don't let them try to take you to Giant Tiger in the middle of the night, cause that's sketchy. So it's now time for everybody's favorite part of the show. That's right, the fun fact of the day. So today's fun fact is, dun da da! Octopuses lay 56,000 eggs at a time. This means that the mother spends six months so devoted to protecting the eggs that she doesn't eat, and the babies are the size of a grain of rice when they're born. So that's super cool. I love just anything about octopus. They're just so cool and they're so smart and super cute. I watched this video the other day about 
it's just like an octopus swimming around and you can see as it's changing colors and matching the patterns of like fins around it and I'm like what the heck like these things are amazing so I love them I think they could take over the world that's my theory at least they could I believe in them and I support them I support octopus I hope you do too so with that I bid you a great rest of your morning great rest of your evening great rest of your night great rest of your apocalypse and great rest of your footwear journeys remember keep your shoes tied up nice and safe on your feet where they belong and don't let people take them from you okay bye